Lead Well. Welcome to the Lead Well podcast, where we're growing the whole leader, sharpening leadership skills while strengthening the heart in leadership. Let's lead well. Hello and welcome to the Lead Well podcast. This is your host, Javon Legans, and I'm really excited about today's episode personally because I actually have one of my close personal friends on here with me, Earl Williams, who is joining us. And me and Earl talk about a lot. Like this guy has been in my wedding. So we've had discussions about everything, whether it be our personal lives, whether it be sports, whether it be leadership, vision, all those types of things. If there's a category out there, we probably have talked about it at length. And now we have the opportunity to bring that to you via this podcast. So I, I think this is going to be a really good one. And I don't want to go ahead and spoil all of your introduction and your and give your full biography. So I'll let you do that. So for the people who are not as familiar with you, Earl, why don't you just share a little bit about yourself? Tell the people about yourself. Yeah, man, you were doing so good. I was thinking I, <laughs> I owed you money or something. Uh, slide that. it, slide it under I the table. I got you. I got you. Man, I'm Earl. I laugh all the time. Growing up, I was called Little Earl. <laughs> My grandmother called me Little Earl. And man, I am just a simple guy who simply thinking of anything leadership, first thing I go to is home. I've been married for almost 12 years coming up. And we have a one son. He is almost three. His name is Carson. Very busy teaching me more about leadership and more about myself as well. Talking about humility when I see these traits in him that look just like me. <laughs> so learning just a lot about me. But Man, I've had some experience outside of what I'm currently doing. Currently, I'm the outreach director for Victory Church out of Atlanta. And prior to that, I had a lot of experience in banking. I worked for Merrill Lynch. I worked at an organization that was a little smaller, as a smaller financial organization. And man, just totally just enjoy being around people. So I'm a people person, very relational yeah, that's me, man. <laughs> no, that's good. And I can validate all those things to be true. And to add to that, one of the things that I've said to your face and I, I said it behind your back is you're one of the best leaders that I've ever had a chance to know and to work alongside. So, you know, even in my service as a volunteer, I've had the opportunity to volunteer alongside you and, and even volunteer under you in different capacities. And one of the things that I've always marveled at with your leadership that I'm hoping that we'll have the opportunity to talk through some of it today is that you're one of the most empowering leaders that I've known. And I think that is one of those critical leadership traits that sometimes gets missed because we look at leaders as heroes. But your way of being a hero is to make heroes of other people and to empower leaders to do what God has called them to do and what he's created them to do. And so You've also have led very large volunteer teams in the different capacities that you have served in. You've had very large teams, which is a very unique trait. Not everyone can do that, like navigate large groups of people and lead them into one direction. And with that, your volunteers have been very loyal to you. Just to put it like, like you have volunteers that stay with you for years and years and years, and they're very loyal to your style of leadership and to you personally as a leader. So I just want to talk a little bit about that. So when you think about being able to get the most out of the teams that you lead and have leaders who stay on for the long haul, what has that looked like for you? What has been the secret with that for you? Honestly, man, I would say I had to learn early that it wasn't about me. It wasn't about me. Just opportunities to trust and to delegate. And 
if I'm honest, one of my biggest flaws, I would say, when I first started in leadership was trusting people. I figured I had to do it all myself. I had to carry the whole load. But I realized I didn't get as much done. And learning to trust and to delegate and to give people, let their gifts come alive, that started making me come alive. And I started making it my mission and my goal that, hey, I want to see what I can get out of this person that they didn't even know was inside of them for the ultimate larger goal, whatever the mission was, whether I was in banking and we had different responsibilities or different goals that we had for the quarter, I would honestly sit down with people and say, hey, how do you think we can get there? And how do you want to be coached? I would just ask them that. And I would want to come alongside their strengths and we would get to larger goals because of it, man. Just love, love trusting people and empowering them, as you said, to become whoever they are already designed to be. They just didn't know it yet. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of times it's trusting what is inside of the people that you're dealing with. So, you know, even in the capacity that you lead now, one of the characteristics of the teams that you lead is that you have some very high capability leaders. And so if you don't trust, or honestly, if you don't get to know the high capability that's inside of those leaders, I think there's this drive to really just carry it all yourself. And so I do think that's like an incredible skill just to be able to draw that out of people, whether they see it in themselves, like you're saying, or not. I do think it's one of those things that helps us to become the leaders that we need to be. And it frees us up to be the leaders that God has called us to be when you allow people to be the leaders that God has called them to be. And so just to transition that thought a little bit, it's easy to talk about trust. It's easy to talk about empowerment and all of those things. Like we, all of us have read maybe, you know, four, five, six, 10, 12, 20 books on like leadership and empowerment. So I think we're all familiar with the, okay, hey, these are good things. But as we have been really focusing in on the Lead Well podcast this year, we grow as leaders as we become healthy leaders. So I want to just set you up to talk about empowerment from a health standpoint, trust from a health standpoint. If we're striving to be healthy as leaders, we've all read, okay, hey, this is a good thing. But let me ask ask you this way. What are we losing from a health standpoint for ourselves? What are we losing if we don't empower others and if we don't trust others? We want to be the leaders that we need to be. What are we losing if we don't do that? I think ultimately you lose opportunity. You lose opportunity to connect and have a larger reach and a larger span of influence. That's the biggest thing I think that you lose. I mean, my mind automatically goes to one of the best leaders, obviously, that that I personally think, Jesus, when he had the 12, I think it was Mark 6 and like verse 12 and 13, when they said they cast out many demons, they healed many people. I think about the many people that would not have been impacted if he didn't empower them to go. He gave them instructions and he trusted them to carry out the task. And then I believe that's the biggest part of that. He trusted them. He thought they were worthy of trust. When we think of the word trustworthy, we oftentimes think that people have to get to that point. And that's not it. The people are already there. They're worthy and they have skill sets. And once you've given them an instruction, I mean, I know plenty of people that, um, as you mentioned, I have people way high paying (laughs) over me, volunteering, people who lead things for the government, people who are developers in like Salesforce and things of that nature. I have a young lady that I'm thinking about right now who she's something huge for the CDC. She had a big rollout. And when she volunteered with me, the biggest thing that she would circle back around to me and say, thank you for trusting me with. 
this opportunity. I'm thinking, thank you for being here. But when she executed well, because she knew that I believed in her. And let me say this. She didn't always do it the way that I thought it should be done. But that was great because it ended up being better. Or sometimes it ended up being wrong, but I still trusted her because she owned it and came back and said, hey, you trusted me with this and I dropped the ball. To me, those are the people that you want in your organization and want to be around you, those that you can see their value, but you give them that value and they enter your organization with that. They enter with the worthiness to be trusted. So what did that do for you? Like, what was the benefit for you personally as you let those things go? Because I'm thinking about this in the context of leaders who are listening to this. And we have leaders who listen to this podcast and who chime in regularly, who are leaders at work, leaders at home, leaders in ministry, leaders in their volunteer group, whatever that may look like. And we're all leading in different contexts. What was the benefit for you as a leader as you gave responsibility away? Because I know, even from personal experience, that can be the hardest thing to do, to give something away completely and trust someone to run with it. But it benefits us. Like, what is the thing that we gain? I guess flipping the question to the other side, what is the thing that we gain? Yeah, rest. (laughs) I was able to gain rest and restoration. And important to my son, when he was born two years ago, I had that opportunity to spend more time with my family because I had trustworthy people out there. Was it hard to make that transition? Absolutely. It was hard. Oh, I'm not there. Is it going to happen? Is it going to flop because I'm not there? And then I started getting all the reports of how great it was and how much better it was. And not that I, I didn't become lazy out of that. We started having more opportunities to do more. I could raise other people up and we were able to expand our influence because we had trust with other people out there. Yeah. And honestly, I can imagine your family thanked you for that. Absolutely. Even as you, we started this conversation, you're like, look, if I'm going to talk about myself, the first place I'm going to start is going to be as a family man. It's going to be as a husband of 12 years, right? A husband of 12 years. And as a father with a three-year-old son, for all of us, That's how we strive to think of ourselves first, but often we're giving so much of ourselves to this project or to work or to this thing that we feel that we can't let go of. We can't be present in the ways that we need to at home. So, I mean, even that is just really instructive. So just as we get ready to close out this time and and really reflect on trust and empowerment and what our leadership can look like with those two things activated, What is the main takeaway for our listeners? If they have to walk away from this time, listen to the Lead Well podcast with just one thing, what do you want them to leave with? Trust is given, not earned. I personally think that trust is a choice, man. Typically, we got two options. It's either we can choose to trust or we can choose to be suspicious. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, And I think that with those two opportunities, if we choose to trust and realize people are already worthy of that, Just like I mentioned in my story that Jesus, he trusted his disciples. Like they're already worthy of that trust. Give it to them and watch what they do. And you have many, many opportunities just like they did. Earl, thank you so much for sharing that. Hopefully we'll have the opportunity to do this again pretty soon, man. I've enjoyed talking with you. This is just kind of emblematic of what our regular conversations can look like anyway, whether it be in text or in person or anything. So I really just appreciate you allowing me to invite you into this space so people can get a peek into what 
sometimes that looks like. Thank you for uh, having me, man. Oh, man, our pleasure. So I will say this as we get ready to close our podcast. You'll see a recap of just the notes from this show or this episode in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. And the reason we put that there is that we want to make this podcast shareable. So make sure that you share it with those who you think may benefit from it. If you have other leaders in your organization, in your small group, in your ministry, and at home, even family members, make sure to share this if you think this will be a blessing for them. And if you yourself aren't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the Lead Well podcast so you can get alerts when we have a new episode that shows, and then you can share that very easily. You can also connect to us in a variety of ways. And I mention it every episode, you can connect to us on Instagram at Leadwell People. Again, that's on Instagram at Leadwell People. You can also connect to us on the Leadwell People website, and that is leadwellpeople.com. Make sure to check that out. We'll have not only a link to this podcast and previous podcasts there, we'll also have links to articles that are helpful and just other leadership resources that you will benefit from. So make sure that you join us there. And thank you so much for listening to the Lead Well podcast. We definitely appreciate you and value you. And for all of you who are listening, we thank you for your leadership. And that is from Lead Well, where we sharpen our skills as we strengthen our hearts. And until next time, let's lead well. <laughs>